Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for such a wonderful today. Our episode, the message is entitled The Three Dimensions of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, for the past few days, we have been learning about the Holy Spirit and the anointing. So, the three dimensions of the Holy Spirit, and our key scripture is in Romans number 11 let's pray father we thank you we bless your name jesus we thank you for the blood on the cross holy spirit we thank you for the gift of life i pray spirit of god that is about to minister your word i pray anyone another another son of my voice spirit of god let that person be liberated anyone undergoing through a confusion let that person be, be liberated in the name of Jesus. Anyone going under the, the moment of frustration, anyone in bitterness, let that person be restored with joy in the name of Jesus. Anyone going through spiritual blindness, anyone going through uh, 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 any format of the enemy, may, let that person be liberated in the name of Jesus. I pray that as your word comes, may he change lives, may he open the eye for of the understanding understanding of your people spirit of god i'm just a vessel hide me behind a cross and always let jesus be glorified in the name of the father the son and of the holy spirit amen as i said earlier today throughout the the previous episodes we have been talking about the holy spirit and the anointing see we want things to be clear concerning the issue when it comes about reasoning of the holy spirit and anointing and as i said today our message the three dimensions of the holy spirit see throughout the previous discussion or throughout the previous teaching we have been talking about the personality of the holy spirit and you see the holy spirit is a person the holy spirit is the is is the Trinity is part of the Trinity, the third head God. Yeah, he is the third of the Trinity and is functional. He's the same as Jesus, the same as the Father, but just that their functionality makes them different. So when when we talk about the personality of the Holy Spirit, the personality of the Holy Spirit talks about he being intellectual. You see, the Bible says that when the Spirit of truth comes, he will, he, will, he will teach you in all things. So when we talk about personality of a person is is the ability of the person to teach the next thing about a personality is the the ability to to have emotions yeah so the bible said that grieve not the holy spirit uh, which you have been seen from the day of redemption so the holy spirit also have emotions and the next thing that you have to know that i want to talk about the personality of the holy spirit the holy spirit has a will that's why the bible said that the spirit gave to every man the gift according to us he wills so it shows that the holy spirit is not a force as people think it is not something that uh, you feel but rather something that you know because uh, uh, every individual is knowable not feelable amen so today we want to talk about the three dimensions the three ways that you can easily influence or be under the control of the holy spirit and as i said the main scripture for today is romans chapter 
8 verse number 11 the Bible said and if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to you life your mortal short-lived perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you amen so the bible was talking about the holy spirit that the bible said that if the spirit of him that raised christ from the dead dwells in you he that raised christ from the dead will quicken your mortal body through his spirit that dwells in you so when you read verse 16 the bible says that the Bible also says in the same Romans chapter 8, verse number 16, that the Spirit itself testifies together with our spirit, ensuring us that we are the children of God. So you see, the Holy Spirit, when He comes in and when a person is under the influence of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the person testify bears witness with the spirit of god because the holy spirit is the spirit of god that that particular individual is a child of god when you read verse 26 the bible says so too the holy spirit comes to your aid bears us up in our weakness for we do not know that for you do not know what prayer to offer nor how to offer it wordly as we ought to but the spirit himself go to meet our supplication please in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance amen so this is the this is the uh, message bible i believe that as you are listening you have your book your pen and your bible along you see the bible said likewise the spirit helpeth in our infirmities when you read the king james verse said likewise the spirit helpeth in our infirmities for we know not what we ought to pray so you see the holy spirit doesn't he is not someone that he wants just to be in a person's life but you see once a christian once an anointed one one of the one of the personality that we need in this end time harvest is the holy spirit and the bible said when this holy spirit comes he comes for our aid and bears up with our weakness you see man from the day that man sinned, man became a weaker vessel. Man moved from his glorious realm with God to be in a fallen realm under the influence of the devil. So when Jesus came, he came to restore man. But you see, once the world is full of chaos, once still the world is under the influence of the devil, you need the Holy Spirit to be a helper, to be an aid. That's what Jesus said in john chapter 14 verse number 16 that i will pray my father when i go that he will send you another comforter another just like me the paracletos another comforter just like me that he may abide with you forever he may abide with you forever he may abide with you forever and you see when the holy spirit is in abiding with a person there are three dimensions that he works the first thing that you see about the Holy Spirit is that when the Holy Spirit first comes, He is with you unto salvation. You see, many people think that they personally give themselves to Christ. No, it is under the the influence of the Holy Spirit that brings a, a, an unbeliever to become a believer. 
Yes, it's the Holy Spirit who does that. So the first dimension of the Holy Spirit is that He, when He comes, He is with you unto salvation. You see, I quite remember before I became a preacher, or became, before I became a Christian, I was someone who was interested in football. Even though someone invited me, but I believe that before I I was about to give my life to Christ, after the preacher made an altar call, it was the Holy Spirit who was with me unto salvation. So it's the Holy Spirit, the first thing that he comes, the first dimension, or the first move of the Holy Spirit is that he is with you unto salvation. And when he is with you unto salvation, let's see what he does. John chapter 16 verse number 7 John chapter 16 verse number 7 however I am telling you this Jesus speaking he said however I am telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is profitable expedient good advantageous for you that I go away because if I do not go away the comforter the counselor the helper the advocate the intercessor the strengthener the standby will not come you see Jesus has already spoken that he will pray the father that he send us another comforter he say he will not come to you into close relationship with you so it was in need for Jesus to go so that the Holy Spirit will come but if I go away I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you that's why the Bible said that the the, the, the the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he is interested in fellowship. And one of his, his moves to, to fellowship with, with people is to, is to lead them, is to be with them unto salvation. Because the Holy Spirit always abides with Christians. The Holy Spirit. There's no one who is an unbeliever that he has the Holy Spirit. If an unbeliever says that he has the Holy Spirit, that is a demon or a certain spirit. But you see, when someone becomes when someone is an unbeliever, the first thing that a person needs to have the Holy Spirit is to receive Jesus Christ, is to receive the, redemp- the redemption price of Christ. That is what he did on the cross, to believe him as his personal Lord and Savior. Then from there, and you see, from for someone to do that, it is the Holy Spirit who will be with the person to do that verse 8 and he said that when he comes john chapter 16 verse 8 and when he comes he will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to it about sin and about righteousness uprightness of heart and right standing with god and about judgment amen about sin because they do not believe in me so you see, it is the Holy Spirit that com- that what that convicts a person of sin. You see, about sin because they do not believe in me. So for someone to believe in Christ, it is the Holy Spirit that will convict the person of sin. So when the Holy Spirit is with you, number one, when the Holy Spirit is with you unto salvation, number one, He convicts you of sin. He convicts you of sin. And he said, verse 10, he said, about righteousness, up, uprightness of heart and right standing with God, because I go to my Father and you will see me no longer. So, you see, the Holy Spirit, he, when he is with you, he convicts you of sin. 
Then, when we read verse 11, it said about judgment, because the ruler, the evil genius, the prince of this world, Satan, is judged and condemned and sentenced already in past upon him. Amen. So, when we read John chapter 16, verse number 7 to 11, it is talking about the Holy Spirit being with us or being with a person unto salvation. So the first thing is that He convicts you of sin, then He He what He convinces you of judgment, and the word judgment means crisis. So He convinces you that there is a judgment of what you do. There's everything that you are going to do, you are going to give an account. So the Holy Spirit will convict you of your sins. Then he will convince you of judgment that what you are doing, you will be given account. When, what you do, if you receive Christ Jesus, you, you will be at the right hand of the Father. If you, if you don't receive him, you are already condemned. So there is the Holy Spirit that will convict a person of sin. Then he will convince a person of judgment then finally he converts you about righteousness he converts you so when he say righteousness that is christianity you see the bible said the one who was without sin was meant to sin for us that we might be being the righteousness of god in him so the holy spirit when he convicts a person of sin then he convinces him of judgment then he converts him into uprightness of heart and right standing with God. That's to be a Christian. Amen. So that is when the Holy Spirit is with a person. That is his works unto salvation. So before someone will be saved, before someone will be called a, a, a Christian, a person unto salvation, because a Christian is someone who has salvation so to be called unto salvation the holy spirit will be with you and when he is with you even as un- unbeliever so it means that when someone is an unbeliever and the person is convicted of sin it is the work of the holy spirit and the person is convinced of his actions unto judgment it is the holy spirit and when the person finally believe in christ as he said about righteousness about righteousness so when the person finally believe in Christ then he converts him unto righteousness and that that is where the person begin to understand what the Bible said if any man be in Christ is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are becoming new so because you see the, the word salvation comes from Christ and it is the Holy Spirit who will be with a person to bring the person unto Christ salvation amen yeah so that is the first dimension of the Holy Spirit that when he comes he will be with you unto salvation he will convict you of sin he will convince you of judgment and he will convert you unto righteousness Amen. So the second dimension of the Holy Spirit is that He is in you to grow in faith and love of God. You see, when the Holy Spirit, after the first dimension of being with you, when when He's able to be with you unto salvation, that when He's able to make you a Christian, then He moves in you. He moves from with you inside you. Then He He begin to put 
a hunger, a thirsty. That's why Jesus said in John chapter 7, verse number 37, that the Bible said, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood at the synagogue and cried that, if any man thirsts, let him come and drink, for out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So the Holy Spirit will enter you, then he will bring anger for God. He makes you become angry to pray. He makes you become angry to worship he makes you to become angry to to read the word and as you do that he he makes he gives you that anger to have faith in god then finally position you into the love of god so when you read the same john chapters 3 verse number 16 For God so loved the world, for God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that this is the amplified version. He even gave his only begotten unique son, so that whosoever believes, trust, cling, rely on him shall not perish but have eternal or everlasting life. Yeah. So it is the Holy Spirit. See, when the Holy Spirit is inside a person, he 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 want the love of God. We want the love of God to be inside a person. So first of all, he will put an anger in the person. Then the person will will, will be angry and thirsty for the things of God. The person will be angry and for revelation, he will be angry for a, a, a angry f- to pray, angry to read the word, angry to fast. Then from there, he, he develop your faith because the Holy Spirit understands that without faith, it is impossible to please the Father. Without faith, it is impossible to please the Son. Without faith, it is even impossible to please Him, the Holy Spirit. So he, he, he moves you from the realm of ang- anger to, to, to become hungry for the things of God, then to, to grow you in faith and finally make you in the love of God. That is the second dimension of the Holy Spirit. So the first thing was that the Holy Spirit is with you unto salvation. And when He's with you, as the Bible says in John chapter 16, verse number 7 to 11, He's with you to convict you of sin, to convince you of judgment, and to convert you unto righteousness as a Christian. Then He comes inside you. He comes in you to grow in faith and love of God. You see, he gives you anger, then he, he makes you grow in faith, and finally you enter into the love of God. That is whereby you understand that the Bible said that Jesus, when Jesus saw the multitude, he was moved with the compassion. You see, the reason why many people see people doing evil, many people see uh, the uh, the people of God or the creation of God scattered, but they look unconcerned. Why? Because the love of the Father is not in him, in them. So the Bible said, when Jesus saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Why? Because he saw that they are they are sheep without a shepherd. So the Holy Spirit, when it comes inside a person, he gives an anger. He made the person become hungry for the things of God to move him to the realm of faith and finally enter to the realm of love of God, the realm of compassion, whereby you begin to love the things of God, whereby you begin to focus on the things of God, whereby you begin to cherish the things of God. Amen. So, 
after he the spirit of God also being in you and moving you to a realm of loving God then finally the last dimension of the Holy Spirit is that he comes on you for service so the first thing is that the Holy Spirit is with you unto salvation. That is Christianity. Then the second dimension is that the Holy Spirit is in you to build, to, to, to give you hunger, to make you hunger, and also to build your faith, and finally makes you love God. Then the, the last dimension, or the, 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 the final dimension of the Holy Spirit is that He comes on you for service so when you read look chapter look chapter 4 verse number 8 you see after jesus his birth to out uh, growing being hunger testy for the things of god doing research knowing more things about himself moving through tests and trials in the wilderness being tempted of the devil the bible says in luke chapter 4 verse number 18 that jesus said the spirit of the lord is upon me that is service the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me the messiah to preach the good news to the poor he has sent me to announce release to captives recover the sight to the blind to send forth as deliver those who are oppressed who are downtrodden bruised crushed broken down by calamity to preach the acceptable accepted and acceptable year of the lord the day when salvation and free favor of God uh, previously abound. Amen. So the Holy Spirit, when he finally comes on you, he comes on you for service. So Jesus, after, after the Spirit of God being with him in the womb of his mother, and when he was bed, the Spirit was inside him. That was the reason why at the age of 12 years, he was eagerly searching for the scriptures, things talking about him, praying, reading the word, uh, 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 fasting, all these things. Then after going through trials and temp uh, temptation of the enemy to, to be prepared, then finally, he said, the Spirit of the Lord, upon me so even jesus went through the three dimensions of the holy spirit that the spirit was with him to to uh, mary when when he was in the womb of the mother the spirit conceived him so he was with him when he grew to be at the age of 12 years as he was moving and he said one time they were looking for he said that don't you know that i have to do the work i have to look after and i have to pursue the business of my father that was where the the anger the hunger the test of the things of god was inside jesus baby the the young boy jesus then at the age of 30 he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me for service so when we read Acts chapter 10 verse number 38 the Bible says that how God anoint Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing them that were oppressed of the devil God was with him so Jesus was offering service why because now the Spirit of the Lord is upon him so the reason why many Christians 
people think that when you become born again then it's like you are ready to be a pastor you are ready for service no the holy spirit works in a gradual process he will he will be with you unto salvation and unto the salvation as i said earlier he will convict you of sin he will convince you of judgment and he will what convert you to be a christian and this thing he keeps on doing it because it becomes a nature of you even after he comes on you after he 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 he, he be inside you to be anger for the things of god to be to do research about god to focus on god to focus on the love of god to focus on the things of god then from there by your faithfulness that he comes on you for service Yes. So when the Holy Spirit is in a man, he is inside the person for preparation. When the Holy Spirit is with a man, he is with the person to bring him to salvation, to bring him to a new creation. So when the Holy Spirit finally comes upon a man, then he comes on him for service in the name of jesus so these are the three dimension of the holy spirit the first dimension is that he will be with you unto salvation the second is that he will be in you for you to to have to be hungry and, and, and grow in faith and finally be in the love of god then after your faithfulness and uh, enduring with god then he comes on you for service amen i pray for you in the name of jesus i pray for you in the name of jesus that as after you are, if you have been a christian for a long time and you have you don't you, you don't know what is happening to your life i pray that any thing that has been drained in your life let there be a refreshing of the holy spirit in the name of jesus christ you are a christian and you are listening to me you are confused you, you are not growing from today i pray for you let the power of god the power to to test for god the power to love god is coming on you now in the name of jesus christ and as you are listening to me you see the holy spirit first of all will be with with you to be a christian and after you have been a Christian, then He comes in you for you to grow in faith and love God. Then He uses you, He comes on you for service. So maybe you are listening to me, you are not born again. For you to experience the Holy Spirit in you and to move to the realm on you, then you need to be born again. That's why Jesus came. That's why Jesus said that, the Holy Spirit will come. But for you to see the evidence of this Holy Spirit is until you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Maybe you are listening to me. I'm telling you and I'll say it, this thing. I keep on saying that Jesus didn't come to condemn anyone. But He came to save us. And maybe you think that you, you have done so many things that you don't deserve to be a christian it is the devil talking to you let me tell you jesus didn't come to condemn anyone condemnation is to those who have made their mind never to receive christ condemnation is not for those who are making mistakes 
if you are ready to to repent to to renew your mind and accept jesus i want you to pray this prayer with me say dear lord jesus i thank you i bless your name i magnify your name i thank you for dying on the cross from today i take you as my personal lord and savior i know that i'm a sinner wash me by your blood cleanse me of all my mistakes i pray write my name in the book of life write my name in the book of life take me as one of your sons take me as one of your daughters help me lord help me jesus help me to be an endurance christian help me to be a faithful christian help me to grow in you help me to move in the realm of the holy spirit being with me being inside me and also coming upon me for your service thank you jesus for what you have done in jesus mighty name amen maybe you are listening to me you are sick somewhere place your hand and receive the healing power of the holy spirit now he is a healing jesus and through the healing power of the holy spirit jesus is touching you now maybe you are you are having pains you are having some infirmities somewhere he is touching you now receive your healing now receive your healing now maybe you are finding difficult to to breathe you are finding difficult to 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 wake up you are finding difficult even to eat you are finding difficult to swallow something be healed now you are finding difficult with your eyes there's problem with your eye jesus is touching you now in the name of jesus by the power of the holy spirit be healed now be healed now be healed be healed be healed now in the name of jesus christ in the mighty name of jesus if you are lying on bed rise up in the name of Jesus Christ by the anointing by the power of the Holy Spirit rise up from your bed in the name of Jesus Christ thank you father maybe as you are listening to me you had an instant miracle you had an instant healing the Bible said you overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony I want you to call this line or test this line and give a testimony about what Jesus has done. The number is 0548-645456. God bless you and always stay tuned. Bye-bye.